Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Stop Hammer Time is backed for this season by Ladbrooks. Hello, my name's Phil Whelans and welcome to Stop Hammer Time. This is a kind of continuing Stop Hammer Time from our previous Stop Hammer Time where we talked about football matters in the current day. Now we're going to talk about one man's football experiences uh, and that man is Alvin Martin. Hey. Uh, Alvin, um, it's fantastic to talk to you about all this stuff. The What is interesting for us, I think, is because it is that uh, both before and after that, uh, that fantastic 85 season, uh, you were part of uh, several uh, West Ham, a very successful period of West Ham before then, and, uh, and continued through through the uh, three further managers after that period. Uh, uh, so there's quite a lot to talk about. Uh, for example, I mean, the the it, one could easily imagine that the best West Ham side you played for, in your opinion, might be the 85-86 team. But for me, you played in the, uh, the fantastic uh, team that spent a couple of di- three years down in the second flight, which... which Bonds was an ever-present in that team. Uh, Brooking, Devonshire, yeah. Lampard. Injured. I think Brooking was injured for sort of one of those seasons, for or maybe half one of those No, no not, not for a whole present. season. Yeah. Uh, Bonds no, was an ever-present. I mean, a lot yeah, of... Uh, yeah. Well, Trevor and Billy were, were, were played a majority of them games. I actually think that was the better side. Mm. Yeah, that was that's better right. than the yeah, 1986 yeah. side. You yeah. got promoted, you won the cup, and then you got to the League Cup final. So that's that right. was like three things yeah. in a row, pretty much, right? Well, Did you feel robbed in that League Cup final? Because fans, yeah, feel oh, yeah, was, yeah. Well, yeah. it was, it was. That was the, the John Lyle solo, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. You know, he was a, well. First and foremost, John John Lyle. I owe everything to John Lyle because Ron Greenwood was the, the manager that gave me the uh, the opportunity to, to to start an apprenticeship. But then he he went to, um, fairly soon after mm. that to England, mm. and John took over, and John. Put me in the team. Mm. I, I owe him everything. He was a fabulous man, fabulous coach. You played in the Youth Cup final though before yeah. uh, a couple of years before your debut for the for, the, right. for the first team. Well, so. the, the first team got to the the FA Cup final yeah. against Fulham. Yeah, the first year I was That's there, right. and we got to the FA Youth Cup final. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was people like Alan Kerbisley, uh, Jeff Pike, Paul Brush, right? Terry Haylock, believe it or not, played yeah, a few Terry games. Haylock, yeah, yeah. Um, so it was, it was a really good... I mean, it's just answered my first quiz question. Oh, sorry about that. No, no, you, it's brilliant. I'm I glad joined, you know I, it. I, I, I actually turned up at that, that, um, that, that West Ham training ground in Savile Road in, in Chadwell Heath and 
the best thing I ever did. It was the best thing I ever did. Within two weeks, Ron Greenwood offered me a, an apprenticeship. And the, the, the youth team dressing room then had all of them kids in it, but everybody was from West Ham, Barking, Plasto. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Everyone was within like sort of four or five miles of, of yeah. the ground. It was it, I was Carrington, I was in Diggs, Plasto right, was in right. Diggs. It must have been a East big Ham. thing to make that move from from the northwest in those days. It, was, it must have been a big decision the for first, you. The first year was 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 hard. The second the second year was was a little bit harder. If anything, because my football wasn't. I had a little bit of blip in football, and and, and then you miss your family more. Yeah. But it was it was it was such a, a very th- similar place to be to yeah. where I was from. A bit posher. <laughs> Canatown was definitely posher than Bootle where I was where I was <laughs> born. <laughs> right. But um, it, it, was, it, was, it was simple. I mean, in terms of, of the parallels, the, the docking areas, whatever yeah. you want to talk it, yeah. the similar humour, the, the yeah. Mickey taking. I mean, uh, the Mickey taking. I was on the the wrong end of because I was totally outnumbered in there. You can imagine mm. all the yeah, copies. Yeah, so yeah. whenever I had a little comeback in, in there, and there was a bit of banter. They just mimic my Scouse accent. And, uh, <laughs> I'd, I'd be so, <laughs> so I, I, I used to not get sort of too involved in the verbals and I. I used yeah. to go and take that onto the training pitch, so I'd sort somebody out on the training pitch, and, I thought, <laughs> yeah. and they got the message. Yeah. Rough them up. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll have a Pauline story a bit later, I think. <laughs> <laughs> we all deserve it. I, I think, think we want that. that. I've already told you that one. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, I mean, that team was a, uh, yeah, that team was a fantastic team. Uh, David Cross, did yeah. he sign 78, 79, yes, 80? He was playing around 80, wasn't he? So that yeah. would have been uh, in the second flight. Yeah, I mean, Jimmy Neighbour came from Spurs, didn't he? I yeah. always liked him. Yeah, Jimmy. Yeah, he, uh, he was a, a fabulous little player, Jimmy. Uh, God rest his soul. He was somebody who had a, a lot of talent, but he was a, another mix, another good individual. Yeah. That that team was gone on so well. We had yeah. a we had a get together uh, two or three weeks ago, and it, you know, that was probably the closest knit. Um, yeah. body of individuals that, that I was associated yeah. with during the whole 22 years. Yeah, who's a full-back in those... Ray Stewart well, and Frank Lampard. Yeah, what a Lampard, couple of full-backs. Yeah, what a yeah. couple of full-backs. What do you think, what do you think about, when you, you marry that up, or you, you, two great teams, 86 and, and the 1980 team, um, we had Phil Parks, who was in goal, yeah. It was a record, um, yeah. world, world records record. yeah. signing, yeah. um, 575,000. Yeah, yeah. He was obviously uh, six years younger than like, in 1986 when he was still yeah, a great goalkeeper. Yeah. We had Billy Bonds in that team. Yeah. It was a, a, a second only to Morrow as a legend. Paul yeah. Allen. Paul Allen. Paul, Paul yeah. Allen. We had Frank Lampard at left back. Rhys Stewart at right back. We were, yes. were excellent. You know, England and Scottish internationals. Brooking. It was yeah. like well, well, the closest thing we'll get to, to world class, I think, yeah. in terms of a creator yeah. Yeah. at that at that time. Jeff Pike, who I think was very underrated. Yeah. Alan Devonshire, yeah. who hadn't had his knee injury, who was yeah. a fast yeah. attacking yeah. left left sided player. And we had Patsy Holland and Paul Allen, as you said, yeah. on the right hand side. David Cross, who was not underestimated by any of the players. We all thought he was a yeah, fabulous yeah, leader yeah. of the yeah. line. And then we bought Paul Goddard, eighteen hundred right. yeah. uh, yeah. sorry, eight hundred thousand yeah. pounds. And before him it was uh, Stuart Pearson. Stuart Pearson, yeah. So there was a, a a lot of talent in that side really yeah. you know it, it was if you could have maybe I don't know had that team well, we, we did get to the top flight and we, we give a good account of ourselves yeah. in the top flight but that, that season was the most memorable one in, 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 outside the top flight because yeah. we played everyone it week in and week fun. out yeah, yeah. and we batted everyone yeah it's a yeah, good I, feeling I yeah. how feeling. long um, Lampard Senior played he had a long career in his second uh, highest um, appearance 
uh, appearances for West Ham after. I, I think Bonds. I think Bobby Moore uh, and 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 Bonzo. You, you, Bonzo. If memory serves me right, I think they 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 are they're yeah. up there. Have you got? I've the, got it. Oh, you've fifth, got it all there. Your okay. fifth highest. It goes uh, Bonds, Lampard, Moore, Brooking, Martin. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. But yes, got it. Yes, it would still have been. Lampard Senior in 1980. Frank was a really good player. He played yeah, left yeah. back, but yeah. he was a right footer. He used yes. to hit the ball with the outside of his right yeah, foot. Because yeah. Morrow used yeah. to do that as well, didn't he? Yeah. You see Morrow yeah. play the ball with the outside yeah. of his right yeah, foot. Yeah. He used to bend it into anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. But Frank had that sort of uh, oh, a I right foot. Yeah. And every so often he'd come up with a screamer from yeah. 25 yards. He would strike a ball. Yeah, he yeah. would strike a ball. Would, 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 would it, it's... it's it's got to be uh, your your best central defensive partnership must surely be with Bonzo. Yeah. Would, well, it, would the second one be Gailey? Yeah, I think yeah, and, uh, Potsy as well. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about. Yeah, Stevie yeah. Potsy was yeah, a yeah. cracking little... Well, he's a good foil yeah, for me because yeah. I was getting on then, yeah, 35, yeah. 36, and Potsy had that little bit of mobility, pace, and... Uh, he'd go either side of me I'd win the first ball so we, yeah. had, we had a really good relationship but Bonzo was the one yeah. that if you said to me look you've got to win a game today who do you want, to, who do you want alongside you Billy Bonds <laughs> yeah yeah you know every day of the week because he was um, probably underrated as a footballer because of his combativeness mm. Mm. people often do that don't they they, they like don't Julian realize. Dix people sort he, of think of him as a hard yeah, man but he's a really skillful well, player yeah, wonderful absolutely. left foot yeah. Yeah. Bill yeah, could yeah. play right back play centre midfield could play mm. centre half yeah, yeah. Uh, a cultured player and uh, you know, flying, flying fullbacks. Uh, uh, you know, after uh, after that spell, the kind of early nineties, the sort of yo-yo team, the kind of team that went up, down, up, mm. down between sort of eighty nine and ninety two. Breaker and Dix were a fantastic yeah. sort of pair of fullbacks, weren't they? But you know, d- attack was the first thing on their mind. You know, yeah, Breaker just barrelling up the wing with that kind of uh, sort of barrel-chested run he had. He was uh, a proper athlete, Tim. Uh, like, he looked like an action man. When he was stripped off, he looked like an action man. He <laughs> right, the, the original right. six-pack. Yeah, yeah, like modern footballers. Yeah, he hadn't been invented back in those days. But he was, well, one hell of a... Probably the best athlete, I think, apart from Bonzo, because Bonzo was, was a fabulous athlete. But, um, yeah, but yeah. Tim was... Yeah, somebody who wanted a really motor and, and, and get into the final third. He'd be Perfect for modern day football now, Tim. Mm. Yeah, yeah, great engine. Yeah, well, that, was, that was a great. Th- those two teams you're talking about, those two 1980s teams that came close to achieving real greatness. I mean, in both cases, was it just the the fact that you know we should have built? And did you think at the time all all this needs is one extra player, one extra top class player, and we could go all the way here with either of those sides? Yeah, I think John built obviously both teams. Yeah, the, the first one that he built, he, he he totally just got rid of I don't know the the, the mainstay. He kept uh, Frank Lampard, Trevor Brook, and Billy Bonds. They mm. were the three players. He went right, okay, you, you're fabulous players. But he got rid of a lot of experienced players mm. around them, mm. and then re- totally rebuilt the team over two years mm. when you were allowed to do that in them days. Yeah, um, and, yeah. It, and, it, and and got got rewarded for it. The, the, the next era was the '86 one when he, he went out and um, he got Mark Ward yeah. and McAvenny for, for relatively from, nothing. They were picked from obs- obscurity, yeah, weren't they? Yeah. I mean, Eddie Bailey got to take some uh, some credit for that as well. We had a fabulous scout, Eddie Bailey, and John obviously g- then could manage. He could manage anyone, and, mm. and believe well you and me, McIverney. And uh, and Mark Samiram. Ward, yeah, were yeah. not yeah. easy to manage. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. But they respected John, you know, yeah, because you had to. Everybody in the, within the dressing room respected John. So the, the, you know, I think sometimes when you have the success that we had in 80, 86, you then think, okay, can we strengthen a little bit more the following year? But there were things that went wrong. I, I had a, a problem with me foot the following year after about I don't know 
eight weeks, I started to get, I had arthritis in my right foot. What year is that? So that was 87, 87. The, the year after yeah, 86. Well, we and then, yeah. I started having operations on one foot and then I got it in the other one and I was, oh, I was, I, I played Next for, thing I'm, you know, Gary Strudder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the time. Yeah. That was the time. But I was playing on fit a lot of the time. That's, this is something that I have a lot of um, sympathy with players at that age. Not so much now. But you, I was playing and I thought, I, I shouldn't be out here. Yeah. Right. But the fans don't know that. No. And of course, no, if your standards no. so drop, then, then obviously they're disappointed. Yeah. You, you yeah. start taking a bit of stick, but you go out there because that's what you did in them days. Yeah. So, I think what John had a, a choice to make then. I think he did. Did he go out and, and buy two big players? I think the people that he was talking about at the time were Mick Harford as a centre forward because yeah, we had the two yeah. little ones up front. We had McAvenny yeah. and Cotty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think everyone caught on to that. The following year, yeah. you think, okay, well, let's stop that ball over the top. But then, if we'd have had a big man up front, we could have played up to him yeah. and maybe yeah. started to play off him. And the other Goddard one, had left, didn't he? By then, yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. And I think the the left back, um, we had George Paris and Steve Wolford who played, and yeah. there was talk about maybe Stuart Pierce. Oh, was, wow. I think at Coventry at the time. Right, yeah. So you wonder what I don't know. What I wasn't privy to what went on. Yeah, but, yeah that's what but there's Liverpool been did. a pattern of that, hasn't there? Of Bill, you know, of West Ham having teams that have been on the verge of greatness. And there's a sort of sense that at board level in particular there hasn't been the investment. I mean, even the team in the in the mid sixties, you felt that yeah. that you know they never quite went well, on. And, and they and, sold and rather than that. bought. So sold, they, Martin you know, Peters left Martin in the sixties. In the eighties, the they let Cotty and McAvenny yeah, eventually. Rio. I mean, we had a great team at the end of the. Of the century, didn't we? I mean, you know, the turn yeah. of the, you know, mm. uh, uh, some the of the teams that come through. That's you know, right. You say the Rio you know, and, and Frank yeah. Lampard. See, if you're not winning things as well, then, then there's more of a possibility, obviously, that you're going to lose yeah. those players. Yeah, that's but if you right. if, yeah. if you're in with a shout and they think, oh, we can yeah. get into the Champions League yeah. with with West Ham, yeah. then maybe they stay. Yeah. But you have to have that progress. And sometimes the there time. are other pulls on players. I mean, McAvenny presumably was always going to go when Celtic came came calling, presumably. Yeah, you, you would have thought. yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, and then then if you if you're not if you're not banging the goals in. It, like you were the, the year yeah, before, yeah. then people will say, okay, yeah, well, let's yeah, cash yeah. in. Yeah. Let's take a little break now and we'll come back after this message. Stop Hammer Time is lubricated by Watney's Pale Ale. Watney's Pale Ale, the Stop Hammer Time Beer of the Month. Stop Hammer Time is backed for this season by Ladbrooks. Welcome back. Um, yes, that that sort of uh, the yo-yo team, uh, eighty-nine to ninety-two, and in the early years of uh, uh, the Premiership, very similar thing, wasn't it? In that, that that's a brilliant team. Uh, you know, Allen and Bishop in the midfield. Uh, we've still got sort of break of Dick's left back. Uh, we've got you're there. Potts is there. Um, McClough's going goal. McClough's going goal. No one up top. You know, we've well, got Trevor Morley was decent. Yes, but, no, but, yeah, but, but, but yeah. he's got Ian no Dowie. help. Yeah. You know, we had Damn. Alex Bunbury, Mike yeah. Small, yeah. Uh, Lee Chapman, Joanne Boer, Chapman, uh, Mike Newell, uh, David Speedy on loan, uh, an aged Clive Allen who did a great job because yeah. he took us up in that season. It wasn't fact, until was they brought in Hartson and Kitson. Hartson and Kitson, yeah. and that's like long 19, time that's with no strikers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's uh, from eighty nine to ninety seven. We're sort of we've got a fantastic fantastic team sort of in midfield uh, all departments mm. are really strong no one to bang it in that's the that's the toughest way to play football if you're the center half especially is when you are in a team like that and you can see the goal if you can see the goal you can see everybody the crowd the, the players think how are we going to get two 
Mm, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, yeah. It's like a mountain to climb, and it, you think, oh my god, you've got to, you've got to keep it nil nil. That's why whenever yeah. a goal went in against us, you, 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 you've got to really stay focused and make sure that you know the heads don't drop. Yeah. Mm. But it's hard when when everybody everybody knows. Well, we don't score many goals. Mm. We haven't yeah. got that 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 cutting edge of front. Yeah, it must be. And is that? I mean, is that addressed in the dressing room? I mean, are there? You know, what 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 happens with the relationship between the manager and the players when there's just clearly this sort of you know elephant in the room in in that you're going. We could, we're playing as well as we can. There's a basic sort of fundamental problem we have, and that we have no. You know, I remember one of those yo-yo sort of might have been ninety two, ninety one. Score in the new year. We're going to score, score in, in the, the new year. year. Yeah. The fans were kind yeah. of singing around November. Do you know what I mean? It was yeah. like it was so Look, obvious. Players know. Players know. They, they influence. They know when when there's a discrepancy or a weakness within the team framework. You yeah. don't hone in on it. You try no. and protect it, or you know, yeah. make it less relevant. I remember a, a player who I thought was a great lad. It was in the early eighties, and he came to our club. And I thought, well, you won't meet a nicer lad. You won't meet a more honest lad. He won't try and would never give up. His name was Sandy Clark. Oh, yeah. yeah. And Sandy came yeah. in and it didn't go well for him. And he didn't get a good start. He was always struggling to, 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 to make the West Ham fans believe in him. And it just mm. wasn't, it, it wasn't going to happen. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. going to happen. And I remember you know, him going through that. And we used to feel for him. I said mm. to him, it was a very close-knit team, the early 80s. And you try and protect people like that and try and help him all you could. Yeah. But you could, you, you, can only, you can only do so much yeah. and he can only yeah. do so much. And yeah. it, it was never going to happen for him. Yeah. But it's, 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 it's horrid. Yeah. When yeah. that happens, something similar happened with David Kelly, really. Wasn't yeah, it? that's right. He, he, yeah. he was a decent a player, player, actually. Yeah, and but he, he had a bad start. Goals he, up at Newcastle. he missed. He missed goals, yeah. and, he, and yeah. he started snatching at them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then it goes yeah. from bad to worse. Yeah. <laughs> oh my yeah. word! You just you need to move. Yeah, get out of here, yeah. and you'll get but going he, again. He was yeah. bought as a replacement for Tony Cotty, which was going to be difficult. Yes, to come in and replace him in the affections of the crowd and all that. Yeah. Um, oh, so I'm about to start mentioning Leroy Senior. I think we're just we're just walking down memory lane and just <laughs> randomly <laughs> saying names of players at Alvin. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was it like, Alvin? Though, when you know after John Lyle left, and there was a sort of quite a fast succession of managers. I mean, we we've heard stories from lots of the different teammates of yours about the brief Lou Macari spell. How tough was that for you as the club captain to manage what was going on in the dressing room in response to Lou Macari? That was the toughest time I ever had. I was there for a long time, 22 years all the way through, and that six-month period was the most difficult time I ever had. I was ca- I was captain at the time, and John had, uh, had gone, been sacked, and I felt you know hugely responsible for that because I felt we w- we were the ones who, mm. who got him sacked. He was mm. the man that we owed everything to. So I f- I f- it was a dreadful time, number one, John going. Um, then Lou came in, and we all had a choice. Uh, do, do you back this man? Do you give it 100% or do you down tools? Well, down tools is not on it. You're yeah. being paid by the club to play football. And as much as, you, you, you know, we, I, I, I will be for, forever grateful to John Lyle, there's a new man in charge now and you've got to give it your best shot. Some of the players I didn't feel approached it like that. And I think there was a disharmony, um, and, and in the end, the people were making it difficult for Lou. I remember about six or eight weeks, or maybe it's, I can't remember exactly how far into the rain, we were we had a meeting up at, um, and it wasn't going well, we had a meeting up at Hainault, we'd, we'd done a session up there, and Lou McCarry called a meeting, uh, 
and he, he said, "Okay, let's let's get it all out. Let's get it out in the open here. Let's all be honest and say what you got to say." And I stood up and I was critical of some of the players, some of the experienced players. I won't name names in there, but I thought, "Well, I've got to I've got to do this. Mm. There's only one way you got to go here, and that's just be totally open and honest." And so what I did, I put myself out there and risked, obviously, losing mm. um, uh, or, or harming some of the relationships that I had within the dressing room. But I thought that that's the only way you can go. And it, it was, the, 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 like I said, the most horrid two or three, four weeks. Of, mm. Eventually, we all got back on side and we all had a go. And so then, you were caught in the middle of it, basically. Yes, As yes, club catcher, you were caught between a new yeah. manager yeah. and your teammates. Yeah. Nightmare. And it was, it was, you know, like I said, it was, it was, the, it was the most difficult time. Look, Luke came and went. And I felt that what what he did, he took over a team, um, possibly that wasn't the right DNA for him, mm. similar to, to what Sam mm, was in yeah, the yeah, yeah. and, and 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 he went on and did jobs, easier jobs. He took on a great job. At the wrong time, I think, Lou McCall. Yeah, strange yeah. appointment, yeah. really. I mean, yeah. when John yeah. Lyle meant, went, you must have all been completely bewildered at yeah. the idea because he'd been there yeah. so long. Yeah. But, right. I mean, who who? I mean, who did the players want? I mean, who, who could yeah. possibly have replaced him that would have satisfied mm. everyone? Mm. Well, I, I don't mean... The, you look, the, you can't let players pick the manager. The, the, you, the, the board pick a manager and, and, they, and, and they appoint him and then I think then everybody buys in to mm. that man. And you say, well, let's give it 100%. Might not want to play. He told me to start kicking the ball longer. Yeah, I didn't want to do that, but I thought that's what he wants. I'm going to start. I'll start. He want. He said lose weight because I was. I was playing at um, thirteen seven then, mm. and he went. I think you you know for stone too heavy. And I thought well, nothing not yet. <laughs> I lost half a stone. So I I just tried to buy into everything mm. that it, that that he said, and and, and until the day he left, I give him a hundred percent. Yeah. And you know, and some, a lot of the other players did as well. I'm not talking about you know, mass amount of players who weren't putting it in, but some players had issues with Lou, and I can understand why. Yeah. Um, in, in some respects, but it was horrible, horrible. But then, wait, <laughs> it's sorry, Phil. This is a bit of an awkward one to put you on the spot with because now you've made me think. Well, then when Bill left and Harry took over, and obviously it's well documented the 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 sort of uh, animosity that surrounded that. That must have been equally as difficult for you as well. <laughs> yeah, because that, well, you've got that, two friends there, presumably, yeah. and you're caught in the middle again. That wasn't as difficult as Lou, because I think Lou there was just total disharmony yeah. in the dressing room. This one was different. I think um, everyone respected Bonzo, mm. but I had a lot of respect for Harry as well. Right, they were they were a fabulous partnership really mm. i think you know the, the, the bad cop good cop you know hard soft it was mm. it was it was a it was a, a really good time i felt I, I i really enjoyed playing under them two as, as a yeah. duo so when when that happened but we didn't get the, the the full inside story of of this for a little while right so no, I remember. It felt like that story didn't really come out at the time. Yeah, it, it didn't. Felt like it so was we sort didn't know. And Bill no. wasn't the sort of person. Bill to, kept to, his counsel yeah. about it. And he yeah. wouldn't have. Bill wouldn't have. I, I, like I played with Bill for a long time. And I, when when he became manager, <laughs> he was absolutely straight, absolutely straight. Because I remember I had all this trouble with my feet, and he took over. Um, and I remember going in uh, three months before the end of the season saying, Bill, what's happening next year? My contract's up. He went, Well, I'll, I'll be honest with you, stretch. He's called me stretch. He said, I think your legs have gone. Oh, I went, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Typical Bill. Oh, right? yeah. So I went, oh, all right. Then, okay. So <clears throat> I went back on the training pitch. I worked hard every day. Started. I went to Tony Carr and I said, Tony, what, what, you know, what, what is it now that I haven't got that I had like three years ago? He said, you're not as aggressive as you were. 
I went, and he was totally honest with me. And I, was, mm. I really appreciated him being honest with me because some people wouldn't have said that to me. Yeah. So I went, right, okay, I'll concentrate on that. I'll concentrate on that. And I went out and then I kept knocking on Bill's door saying, put me in. You're not winning. Put me in. And he, he didn't for four or five weeks. And then he put me in a game. Uh, I think seven games from the end of the season against Norwich. And I went in and played well. We won the game and I stayed into the end of the season. And Bill, because yeah. he is honest, right, he yeah. went, I want you to sign the contract. Great. Brilliant. I find it fascinating you went to Tony Carr. How important a figure was he at the, at the club? Very Well, his record is second to none. Mm-hmm. His records, if you, if you reel the names off that, that Tony... And, and, and he did, it wasn't the one they just brought... He, what he did, he, he formulated a, a scouting structure. Mm. Not just his coaching. When, once he got them in to the club, or the scouts got them into the club, he then took it from there. Mm. But he set that up. And it, and it was a, f- a fantastically successful um, academy that we had when Tony was there. So yeah, Tony had a massive influence on on mm. decades at West Ham. Yeah. So yeah, well, yeah, wonderful coach. But he was the sort of man that that also would say things if he had to be said at senior level. I think he'd have been a great number two. Interesting, yeah, interesting, yeah. yeah. Really interesting. That you would go to him for advice. Yeah, exactly. you know, nominally yeah, the person who's a kind of developer of youth talent, yeah. that you're still asking for advice at player level. Yeah. Now, as as club captain, I mean, um, you've obviously had to headbutt a message across into some of the players that have played for the team. Uh, probably, Who did you headbutt the most sense into during your uh, time <laughs> at the club? Well, look, the, the one... Pe- I didn't have any trouble with players... As a, as a captain, I took over from Billy Bonds, and, and Bill did it different uh, to, to Bobby Moore before him, and I did it different to Bill. But I remember that young player coming into the the team, uh, who had a lot to say for himself, very cocky, you know, and a very good player as well. Let's not forget that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I had some trouble with him, and I remember going to see John Lyle about it and saying, you know, I've got a problem with this player. Uh, try to communicate with him; he's not going to give me any respect. Blah blah blah. And he, he said, look. You know, it's your job as as a captain to be able to get the best out of all of these players, and there will be some who are difficult. You've got to find a solution to that. And he pointed to his head. The, the answer's always in here. And I, <laughs> <laughs> I took him at his word, and he was right. <laughs> the moment I headbutted Paul Inns, our relationship improved. And you, your paths must have crossed team. again over the years. Our, yeah. our, our, our relations no, when we, you see each other. We, 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 well, look, uh, I'm not saying that it was okay straight away, but mm. um, I think two weeks after that, I was sitting in the bath uh, at West Ham and Insi come in, sat in the bath. He went, are we all right now? I said, yeah, of course we are. Mm. And we've been good as gold. And uh, right. I've met Insi. I think Insi put it in his book, Mark Wood put it in his book. But um, no, Insi was a fantastic player. Yeah. But oh, he was, he was yeah, a, yeah. and I think he was, even he will admit this. He was a pain at that age. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. what a goal up at Villa! Oh, yeah. remember yeah, that yeah. goal yeah. up at Villa? He could me. play. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. NC became yeah. a different type of player at Man United. But, uh, you know, he could have done anything really. He could yeah, have been attacking midfield. When he played for, for us, he wasn't that sort of tigerish defensive midfielder that no. he became for England, was yeah. he? He was more of a sort of a creative fella oh, yeah, he was, yeah, he was yeah, a yeah. wonderful player well, that, Great night, that night in the League Cup against Liverpool, Liverpool yeah. 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 remains one of my favourite yeah. uh, I remember uh, that game I remember Bank. that game you know why I remember fantastic. that game because yeah. I, I won the man of the match and I remember we used to be, like get the man of the match after the, uh, the, the the game and it used to be like a little bit of crystal or something like that. and I went up and it was a really nice set of golf clubs I was, I was like, oh, this is all right. (laughs) (laughs) That's incredible. That was almost like 
Devonshire swan song, wasn't it? He was he, he was fantastic that night. Yeah, it really was brilliant. And a, and a platini like free kick from, from Tony yeah, Gale. Yeah, yeah. And one yeah, of my favourite. Had it all that match. And one of yeah. my favourite no, ever own goals. Yeah. The Steve Staunton own goal yeah. was a delight. <laughs> yeah. And just an atmosphere it was incredible. It was really buzzing that night. I thought. Place. Well, there's been yeah, some okay. atmospheres over, over the look. Where everyone talks about the atmosphere of that ground. I mean, I remember the, probably the the, the 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 loudest I've ever heard were we're actually standing in the in the old tunnel um waiting to go out and the band would be there um waiting to go out that brass band uh, who used to think that they were the stars because like we used to be stuck mm-hmm. alongside the, the wall <laughs> as uh, two groups of players and the band leader yeah. was giving it the big in light and anyway <laughs> i remember the band going out and they knew that we were in the tunnel the crowd i don't know what the attendance was it would have been 40 something but the noise in that stadium that night for the first 10 minutes, a lot of communicating goes on in football and we could not hear a word what anyone was saying. It was so loud. Wow. And it was a good space team, Archibald, Hoddle, uh, Garth Crooks. Yeah. It was a good, and we, we won the game 1-0. Uh, I think, was it the quarter-final? I think it was the quarter-final of the League Cup. Uh, th- th- we got to the final th- th- that year. But that, that was as loud, I think, I, as I've ever heard mm. it. Mm. Yeah, it was mad. Those nights, those nights when they were still standing at Upton Park in the week, were it must have been incredible to play in. I mean, when you look at the club now, so much has changed. The owners have changed. The stadiums changed. Is there anything about the club that you grew up in that you still recognise in today's West Ham? The fans will always be the same. Yeah, because you are the grandson. Or great grandson, mm. or whatever it is, of of mm. people who probably supported West Ham mm. all the way yeah. through their life. So that that yeah. that is something that that will always be the same. Look, they can be volatile. They certainly let you know when you're playing well. They certainly let you know when they're not playing well. But like, there'll be a togetherness. Uh, last year, when Mark Hughes brought his team uh, to St- the Olympic Stadium, Stoke was it? When he was, or was, and yeah. it, it was Stoke, wasn't it? Yeah. When when or he, when he t- had he already taken? Oh, yeah. Southampton. Was it Southampton? Was it Southampton? Southampton game, right? He put in the papers um, the a day or two before that we're going to go there. We know it's a great time to play West Ham because of obviously what had been going on before. There, there'd been a lot of rioting and stuff, mm-hmm. and the, 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 well, it was it was particularly low the morale I think yeah. around the whole club. And I remember thinking to myself, and I don't often go on Twitter, but I went on Twitter and, and I, I tweeted something like, Mark Hughes thinks that he can use the West Ham fans against their own club mm. tomorrow. I think he's got it badly wrong. Yeah, yeah. And he did. he did get it badly wrong. Yeah, yeah. I knew the fans would come as long as the players turned up as well. Yeah, yeah. The first 10 minutes, the players have got to make sure that their fans know that they're up for this and the fans will be. Mm. And, and, and it, that's exactly the way it was. Yeah, and that day. will never change. So that is the biggest part of the club that will never change. You, you handed it down. I think there's a lot of West Ham fans who haven't been to Champions League finals, haven't won this, haven't won that. But they've supported it because they've been born into West Ham. Yeah. And it's irreplaceable mm. that. Well, that's a pretty good message to wrap this up on, mm. I think. Um, yeah, that's fantastic. Thanks so much, Alvin. It's a fantastic to talk to you. Uh, mm. We could have had a, as much again, I think. Oh, but, easily, uh, yeah. That's all we've got time for this time. So uh, with me have been uh, Jim Grant. Cheerio. Sam Delaney. Ta-da. And Alvin Martin. Pleasure. Come on, you irons. This is a Playback Media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at westhampodcast.com.
Stop Hammer Time is backed for this season by Ladbrooks. Sports Social Podcast Network.